0: Hello, and welcome to Baffling Cyclops. I'm David. I'm Pepper Proxy. And we are here to have another public discussion.
1: Yay!
0: Instead of a private discussion.
1: We have those often.
0: We do. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have a topic this week that you would like to discuss?
1: I'm just gonna riff. You're gonna
0: riff? (laughs) You're gonna riff?
1: Is that a real word? Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. We got... um, Miniature versions of one of my action figures. I have very few action figures, but I do have a Nosferatu action figure.
1: Those miniature versions are so cute.
0: Yeah, because uh, Nosferatu is holding an action figure of himself. I
1: thought his name was Glows...
0: Glo'sferatu. Glowsferatu. Well, we've definitely talked about Glowsferatu, but he now has a little tiny glow-in-the-dark buddy. It's really cute. (laughs) That sits on his lap. And um, I learned a little bit about uh, Nosferatu this week.
1: Yeah, what'd you learn?
0: Uh, Well, originally everyone said Nosferatu was just a copyright ripoff of Dracula. Because they copied the plot of Dracula Uh when they made the movie. But in researching it, um, after reading some stuff on Twitter, it turns out that this organization, this magic organization in Germany, Fraternus Saturni. <laughs> wow, that's a mouthful. They uh, they gathered together all their money and they were going to make four movies to spread their magic beliefs.
1: What year was this?
0: Uh, in The 1920s. I can't remember okay. exactly which year.
1: Germany in the
0: 1920s. Yeah, and they were going to spread their beliefs about uh, magic using film. And the first one they did was Nosferatu. And they came up with this character, Nosferatu, in the way it looks. One of the, one of the main people in the magic organization mm-hmm. came up with the look and design for it. And th- I found out that it was there, what they call an egregore.
1: Because its head is the shape of an egg?
0: No, an egregore is actually um, when a group of people get together. It's the creature that represents their group thought.
1: Okay. So is this a German? This must be a German word then.
0: Um, I'm not sure if if it's a German word or not. I just, I learned it. I haven't looked to see what it was. I was just
1: thinking it would be German because it was the German organization.
0: Yeah. Um, But magic organizations, I guess, uh, have an egregore.
1: Like the collective mind. Like The the hive.
0: And but it's it's personified or monsternified mm. in one Ooh. creature, and theirs was looked like Nosferatu, or as he's also known in the movie Count Orlock.
1: I like that name, Orlock.
0: You like Count Orlock? Yeah, yeah. So yeah,
1: if we get another pug, can we name it Count Orlock?
0: Either Count Orlock or Quick Pickle. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying today how much I like that uh, all of the internet cooks are talking about quick pickling so much.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a buzzword right now.
0: Yeah, they're like, we'll give these onions a quick pickle before we put them on our sandwich. Yeah. And that saves it from just being a regular sandwich because it has quick Quick
1: pickles on it.
0: But quick pickles would be a good name for a a slow pug.
1: (laughs) Oh, hello buddy. Yeah.
0: I just thought that was fascinating that the... Then, well, and they were going to make three other movies, but they went bankrupt.
1: (laughs) I wonder why.
0: (laughs) Because they got sued by Bram Stoker over Dracula. Yeah. And all of the copies of Nosferatu were the court said they had to be destroyed, and just a couple survived until the copyright was done.
1: And then they released it. Then they released it, probably like in the sixties. Yeah. So. Wow, fascinating.
0: So what's really interesting to me is they did this to spread the word about their beliefs. And they must have thought that they failed miserably because (laughs) they spent all this time and money making the movie, then they all went bankrupt from it. And then it turns out they set this little time bomb for the future where this creature would pop back up. And now um, there's action figures of... And miniature yeah, and miniature be. action <laughs> figures so cute. of a Grigore.
1: Well, I kind of had fun this week because I was able to go you, to go back to the Goodwill. Yes, and I did a little shopping. Um, I didn't spend. A, I double masked and um, kind of made sure I was very careful because you know I'm terrified. And didn't spend a lot of time there, but I was able to pick up some wood um, items. Yeah. Um, and then I also was able to do a little wood working and wood refinishing,
0: which is great. Yeah, you got a very cool um, hand carved box.
1: Yeah, well, the weird thing is sometimes I do, um, when I'm in the Goodwill or thrifting, I'll just like go into a quiet corner and do some searching. And because I didn't want to spend that much time there, I didn't do that. But there was just something so fascinating about this little, it's like a little jewelry box thing um, with like hidden compartments. And when I got home and looked it up, it's from um, uh, an artist who had, I don't know if he's still alive or not because it's vintage, but the exact same little box that I got, or one that's very similar since they're all hand carved, they're kind of one of a kind, but um, it was selling for more than a hundred dollars. Um, And it was less, um, it wasn't in as good of a shape as mine was.
0: Well, and we had talked about possibly for that box... Um, the crows finally brought us a treasure.
1: They did. They brought us a little red nut, like a, from a Bolton nut. Um, and so I put the little red nut in the box. They also brought us like a bottle cap, I think. I'm not positive. Yeah. But I can't find... I put the bottle cap on top of our trash bin, and I think it accidentally made it into the trash.
0: Yeah, the nut, I'm 99% sure, is from the Crows. The bottle cap, I would say, is about 75% chance just a wandering alcoholic.
1: <laughs> or somebody who's real thirsty. Yeah,
0: real thirsty. Uh, dr- Outdoor drinking. Someone opened a bottle in our driveway.
1: Yeah. There have been weirder things that have happened in our driveway.
0: Yeah. That like worked. the
1: woman who was um, pretending to walk her dog at three in the morning who went and looked in our mailbox, (laughs) which is like, you have to put some effort into that Yeah, because you know, you can't, the driveway, our, our sidewalk to the mailbox is a little bit of a haul. It's not like the mailbox is right there on the sidewalk. And then she was looking underneath the rocks, um, that are in our yard.
0: The other, the other one that I remember was um, late at night, someone screaming "potatoes, potatoes, potatoes" really loud, and then when we woke up, there were potatoes in our driveway. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, the only thing that would have made it better is if they they yelled "potatoes, potatoes, potatoes" because that's how we used to pronounce potato when I was Back little. Back when you were little, yeah, yeah. Um, potato.
0: Yeah, we so, used to eat
1: them raw as snacks, too. I think I told you about that already.
0: You did. With
1: Lowry's seasoned salt.
0: Yeah, that was your, your uh, version of a potato chip. <laughs> was a raw potato <laughs> sliced thin with some Lowry's <laughs> potato sauce. Or, I
1: wish it was that. It wasn't even that. It was like a whole potato, a whole potato, a whole potato that um, if we were patient enough, we would have peeled it. And then sprinkle, take in the bottle of Lowry's seasoned salt and sprinkle it on and then eat it like an apple. Yum. Uh huh. <laughs> you can tell, you know, it wasn't one of my favorite snacks because I haven't had, had that snack since we've known each other.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't think you've had Lowry's seasoning salt since we've known each other.
1: No, why would you use that product when you have Pensies available to you? <laughs> the best season, the best spices. Miss Penzi's.
0: <laughs> it's true.
1: So yeah, that was fun for me this week to do that. You know, I did um the decant- decontamination when I got home and the silkwood shower and that whole thing, but it was still fun to like go.
0: Yeah. You got um you got out a little bit into the into the thrifting world.
1: Well, yeah, because you know, I um finally got that um I think it's over eight yards, eight and a half yards of that vintage. Fabric that I ordered, and I need to find something to do an upholstery project on. But the um, the Seattle Goodwill, the big one, the largest Goodwill in the world, uh, didn't doesn't have any furniture um, outside of like. Dining room chairs, like more yeah. of the wood furniture or hard furniture. Um, they don't have anything out right now, which I know that they have a lot because the last time I did a donation drop, which was a week ago, um, somebody was donating some really cute upholstered chairs and I really want those chairs because I could reupholster them, but none to be had.
0: I I don't know this for a fact, but um when we go into Costco, yes, they have signs on all the furniture saying do not sit here by CDC guidelines. Yeah. So maybe there is some restriction about the furniture that the Goodwill is not capable of of carrying through. Oh
1: yeah, you know you know that's true. And I actually feel a little bit better that it's not available because then I don't feel like I'm missing out, um, and you know when I do a reupholstery reupholstering project from the goodwill, I have a sanitizer steamer that I use, and uh, I it's 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 all real clean once I'm done with it.
0: It's all, it's all real clean. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: all real sanitized. Clean. So that was one of my fun things. What else is going on with you?
0: Well, I was going to tell. A story this week. Okay. About a human resources person from years and years ago.
1: Okay and this is one you know uh, in your life.
0: In my life. Okay. That um, when I worked at this place she and another manager were very new agey. Okay. (laughs) Like super like new agey to the point of kookiness.
1: Well, could you just explain a little bit what what you mean by new agey?
0: I mean, into, well, I think it will kind of become obvious oh, as okay. the story goes okay. along, but, you know, into all of the the stuff that you find. Like in crystals? The crystals okay. and all of that stuff from like a new age bookstore. But um, we had a computer uh, where we worked and it was loaded with, sound effects from cartoons this was back in the
1: when you had a cube for a computer yeah it was like okay. a giant
0: computer and the hard drive was full because we had so many sound sound, sound files on it okay um but you could hook the sound files to particular um actions on the computer
1: okay i understand
0: most of the sound effects on the computer were simpson sound effects so like duh, duh yeah, And uh you know, like when you uh booted it up, it said heidi ho neighbor.
1: Oh from Ned Flanders. Right. Okay.
0: Um but if it was asleep and you woke it back up, it said, uh in Marvin the Martian said, take me to your leader. Yeah. So
1: This sounds so irritating. Just well, I mean it was out the gate. This it sounds was, like
0: whoa. It was the long time ago, yeah. and it was kind of a community computer, like out in the middle of stuff. It wasn't at anyone's desk. Okay. So it would be incredibly irritating yeah. to sit there all day with that every time. I know. Th- right, <laughs> right. But um, the two people uh, running the place, they would do things like send aliens to your house at night to visit huh, you. If you said you were having problems, they would say you're going to get visited by an alien tonight. And some of the people that worked there would be like the aliens came for me last night.
1: So they like kind of in pretend like spirit alien spirits or would they would have people the, dressed in costumes. No, they costumes. would say
0: literal aliens. This is
1: horrific.
0: <laughs> we're doing it. And they These never are people said at this These the
1: g- managers
0: yeah, they never sent... Sending
1: aliens to, like, subordinates to at houses. homes. Okay.
0: So... Um, oh, my God. And they didn't because I was... They considered me to be a skeptic.
1: Oh, so you were marginalized. Kind of <laughs> yeah. marginalized.
0: I mean, I, you know, I was still yeah. there and everything. But I was on the outside of uh-huh. the the inner circle. Thank God. Because I didn't think that aliens came and visited me. Or that they could send aliens. I shouldn't say no there are no aliens but that they, they could send aliens yeah, to me yeah that they had control they
1: could order up an alien
0: to come and solve my particular problem okay so <laughs> jeez one night one of these women was alone in the warehouse where i worked and walked by that computer and touched the mouse <laughs> and it said take me to your leader and when we came in the next day she was cracking up because she heard that Marvin the Martian voice and she got down on her knees in the warehouse and said, oh, please take me, take me now. Because she thought that the aliens had come to get like her. Like
1: a kind of Heaven's Gate kind of thing. Right. Oh, my goodness.
0: So she was like all like, oh, it tricked me. But she thought it was hilarious. But she, and thought, she
1: thought it was cool to retell the story of her like. Yes. Oh, Wow.
0: So she just thought, she thought her reaction was normal, but, <laughs> but that oh, I'm she so had sorry been tricked. you
1: had to put up with this insanity, <laughs> you know,
0: and the, um, the other woman, not that woman, but the other woman, um, if you would go into her office to discuss a uh, personnel problem, she would have you draw a rune, like a little
1: yeah, mystic like, rune to, from like dungeons and dragons, right? Well,
0: from the Nordic tradition. Yeah, of magic. sorry, sorry. Yes. So she had a little leather satchel with pretend plastic stone runes in it and you would reach in and grab one and then read what that rune meant and that was Wait, did
1: you say this was something about human resources?
0: Yeah. So <laughs> I Okay. I drew the rune once but that was it.
1: Wait, was she did you have to go to human resources about this woman mm. who had you draw a rune or was she She hum- was human resources. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> oh my goodness, So I would have to That's crazy.
0: So she she would draw the she would have us draw a rune and that would be like the basis of the beginning of the discussion that you would have with her about issues. This is, you know, cuz it was like a starting point for it. But I was like I did it once just because, you know, when you somebody's like, "Here, draw one of these." You know, you don't think you twice. You don't about think
1: that it's some yeah. nut.
0: And then after that, I was like, "No, I'm not I'm not doing that yeah. anymore." Um, that's the end of that, and that marginalized me even more.
1: Oh, geez. after I wouldn't
0: do that. But what I was thinking about, and this this came up um, for me almost a year ago, but I was, <laughs> that I did the research. But I was thinking about it again. Is at one point because she considered me such a skeptic when she would find evidence of paranormal, New Agey kind of things. Yeah, she would always. Bring it to me to, <laughs> to try
1: to talk you into believing.
0: Yeah. So, oh, jeez. So at one point, she called me into her office to listen to a tape recording of hell. <laughs> so, Did, was,
1: was it just a recording of being in her office? No,
0: because <laughs> <laughs> that sounds was,
1: like he was, double hockey sticks to quote Ned Flanders to so me.
0: She, um, she had an audio cassette remember those this was back in audio cassette days yeah with um just the word hell written on it and she put it into just like a handheld tape recorder and press play and it was just like moans and groans and like a high-pitched noise and she told me that uh in Siberia these guys had put uh, they had heard noises, and they put a microphone on a long cord down into a hole.
1: Oh, jeez!
0: And this was the tape recording of that.
1: It sounds more like one of those... Um, uh- during Halloween, you would go to the haunted houses and they would try to scare you. But then they also made, like, records, right. um, LPs, and tapes, cassette tapes of, like, spooky Halloween sounds. That's what yeah. it sounds like.
0: And this this tape, to me, because I was, like, listening to residence music and, and yeah. other stuff, to me it wasn't even particularly scary.
1: Or good.
0: No, it was just, like, I mean, I, I probably could have made a similar tape at the time, just with the recording equipment that I had, much less, you know, some fancy recording equipment. It didn't sound like anything. And it certainly wasn't scary, I guess, unless you were in a very specific mind frame. You know, if, if someone had built you it up to you. were on
1: psychedelic
0: well, medication. If, <laughs> if somebody if somebody's spent like half an hour telling you the whole story and then yeah. said, and now I'm going to play you.
1: Because that fell hell hell, hell, from Siberia. Then, then I could oh see, goodness.
0: I could see like you might get swept up in the whole yeah. thing because you'd be like, oh my God, all these people think this is hell and, you know, and the sounds of the damned. A year ago, I looked it up because I was curious um, about exactly what it was and to see if anyone else had experienced this
1: nobody else has ever experienced that exact specific no
0: probably not that exact circumstance (laughs) where
1: you're talking to somebody in hr and they're playing you cassette tapes of hell i'm just saying i'm gonna call that
0: yeah so
1: (laughs) (laughs) that was unique to you
0: (laughs) yeah so they they did play it on um the you know the paranormal radio shows. And and it, what really happened, though, is it got passed around from church to church as kind of an urban legend tape. Oh, okay. So you'd be like, I'm going to play, I'm going to loan you this cassette tape so you can play your parishioner's hell. And so it was very popular for a long time. Um, and somebody still had the tape. Oh. And they put it up on YouTube. Um, there, was, there was also a uh, Weekly World News article attached to it.
1: Well, you're the su- a superstar because you've been in Weekly World News
0: w- twice, twice, right? Yeah. yes.
1: That was the most exciting thing for me. I <laughs> love that.
0: <laughs> but there was a Weekly World News article about people putting the microphone down in the hole. Yeah. Because it sounds like a Weekly World News story well, anyway. of course
1: it does, yeah. And,
0: you know, they got the tape recording of hell. And the guy took it and he used the... Um, technology on YouTube for copyright violation to figure out it was from the Vincent Price movie, *Baron Blood. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just yeah. it was like background noise from this Vincent Price movie from the 1970s that they had just probably taken off the original film at some point, you know, because that's pretty good quality stuff and just yeah. recorded it on a cassette player and then said this was hell.
1: I still can't get over the fact that you have... Um... Your human resources manager <laughs> playing you a cassette tape of Vincent Price's hell as a serious thing to prove in some kind of New Age mysticism or something?
0: That hell exists. And Did like, you
1: say hell exists? I know it does because I'm it, in it, it right no. at this moment. <laughs> no.
0: I was just... <laughs> I I was just like, oh, okay, jeez, because I mean, what are you gonna do, you know? Yeah, and, what can you do, you know? And and so she was like, so you know, that's that's hell, right? And I was like, no, I, I really don't think that that's hell, but it stuck with me because <laughs> it was an odd <laughs> circumstance, yeah. Yeah. So that was my my little tale of um, uh, amazing amazing you have the
1: weirdest things happen to you (laughs) you truly do
0: (laughs) but i do love the idea of marvin the martian just going off in a computer and she (laughs) she got down on her knees knees and started saying take me take me
1: And, and she was she had no shame or embarrassment and she thought it was a good story yeah wow
0: So anyway, that was my little story for the week, David's story time. Cool. Well, thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And to read our show notes, sign up for our newsletter at bafflingcyclops.com.